This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, but first, listen to this other great OPI show. This is the Stick to Everything podcast with Larry Hawley. And Paul M. Banks. In our first episode, we're going to take a look back at 2020. Yeah, we're going to do that. And look ahead to 2021. We'll reflect on the events of the Capitol, but also look ahead to brighter things that could be just around the corner. Hopefully it's around the corner and maybe not around the neighborhood. But again, we will try not to skip anything because that's, well... That's not what we do. This is Stick to Everything Podcast. We hope you tune in. Listen to Stick to Everything Podcast with Larry Hawley and Paul M. Banks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. I've been working on my beatboxing. You want to hear it? <laughs> no, I really don't. Okay. Uh, well, hey, welcome to another episode of Minutia Men, uh, starring your good pals, Rick Kemper <laughs> and Dave Stern. Um, I love how you always, every time, Rick, for 30-some years, your name first. Always. 100%. It's always Rick and Dave. Well, and, you know, uh, it's alphabetical. By, by last <laughs> barely name. by wait, last wait a name. second no it's not <laughs> by last name uh, 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 yeah my fa- my favorite still is whenever we get press which is fairly often in chicago media it's always rick kempfer's eckhart's press <laughs> you know that's <laughs> i love that i just love whenever i see that i think way. i love it more <laughs> you know, uh, so we got a lot of great stuff on the show, but before we oh, yeah. get into any of the minutia, which we, we've just got oodles and oodles of, I want to uh, tell you about a moment that happened to me yesterday that has never happened before, and I have photographic proof that it happened. Yeah, okay. You ready for this? Please. Sure. Last night, uh, before I went out... To go to my usual, I have a, my, an exercise bike out in the garage. I do my, my exercising out in the garage. Before I went out in the garage, the dog was going crazy because she always wants to come with me. And mm-hmm. she was right next to me. And I said, Ivy, sit. And you know what she did? Oh, my God. She she thought you said shit, and she took a big dump. In the, the, no, in the, she obeyed really? me. She obeyed really? me, and Bridget got a picture of it. And, yeah. and and I just wanted to say this is like one of the proudest moments of my life. Now, she's she's a young puppy. She's only 11 and a half years old. <laughs> yeah. so, she's 70. She's on Medicare, basically, right? right exactly. And she's been uh, ignoring me for that entire 11 and a half years. But now I have photographic proof. And we'll have to post that just to uh, let everybody know that, in fact, uh, I am the dog whisperer. Um, you know, we, we have trained. Well, you've never met Wes yet. No. Because right? Wes is a COVID no. dog. Yeah, so we have trained me. Wes to um, to sit and down. So it's sit is the. You know, he sits and then down is when he goes yeah. down, you know, whatever. Um, but we've noticed that he only does it when he knows he's going to get rewarded. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, I've so been doing that for years. It's it's when <laughs> you have like an excitable dog who's going berserk. It's when you get yeah. her to uh, to um, 
to obey in that situation, that's when you've done your job. Right. Have you ever seen the Zach George videos? Zach George is a dog trainer, and he's got a ton of great... I mean, he really does have great videos on YouTube, but it's like, okay, this is what you do. You get a treat. You tell, you know, you give him a treat when he gets close and then you model the behavior and then everything's done. Well, it's never, it <laughs> no, never it's does never that. Like that. Yeah. It's like yeah. the parenting books. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, this worked and, on uh, a child once in 1978. Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't work on mine. Uh, yeah, so I, but that's, that's a great, that's a great milestone for, yeah, for Ivy you. and you thank and the you. family. Um, and we will post, now, we'll post that photo. Now, you're going to have to trust that it's my hand in the picture, but it is my hand. What the, what, what are you? What, what I, my, what the, you see my hand and a sitting dog. Oh, okay. And I've met Ivy, uh, <laughs> and that dog has never sat, or, well, he's been trying to kill me every time he sees me. So, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Well, that's well, that's great. Well, that's great. All right. All right well, we gotta get we gotta get going because we got right. a lot of stuff to do here today. Okay, we, we've oodles of content. All which right. was your seventh seventh <laughs> album? It was your compilation LP, it wasn't was. it? It was a double album. Um, I got um. Okay, well, get the quiz jingle fired up. Don't play it yet. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. But standing yeah, by. Just, so, um, I don't know if you remember, but back when the pandemic started. There was speculation by, you know, these media elite experts that there was going to be the a fake significant increase. Yeah, the, yeah, the fake news, you know, that this hoax was going to uh, uh, precipitate a significant increase in births in nine months. Do you remember that? It was, yeah, they were, sure. They were calling sure. it like COVID babies or whatever, right? And thinking that in March... That right around this time in December and January, January that we were going to have this huge, you know, increase. <laughs> well, we're there, and it ain't happening. Okay. In fact, least uh, surprising news ever. <laughs> uh, initial stats show significant drops in December 2020 births compared to one year earlier. Not so. Think about it. Not even locking couples up where they can't go out. You know, and they have absolutely nothing to do. The birth rate is decreasing, like crazy decreasing. It's down like, um, on one estimate here, sixty four percent. Yeah. Uh, in, cer- in certain uh, in, in the in the Pacific Northwest, and I don't know what it is about. Well, they're busy burning their cities, right? That's sure. the Pacific Northwest, sure. right? Yeah. So it, it's down sixty sixty two point four percent. Over last year in the Pacific Northwest, God, you know um, that is so funny. You know, if for the yeah. the history of mankind, there have been two things you know uh, that have been said: out of sight, out of mind, and absence yeah. makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> I think yeah. we know which one is right now. <laughs> right, uh, and not only has births de- decreased, Google searches for pregnancy. <laughs> And sex-related topics like sex games. Now, what? Is, I don't think I've never played a sex game. <laughs> Unless groveling know, is, is, is dark a game. dice involved. I don't. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Is it one of those pop-o-matic things? Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, those searches for, like I said, sex games or anything related to sex has completely decreased as That's, well. You know, it's but shocking. That, but, I, you know, just before you you go any further, I just. When you bump into someone every day, all the time, in every room of the house, oh, every day, yeah. from morning till yeah. night, 
24 hours a day again and again and again and again and again and again. Oh, look, it's you again. Not a shocker that sparks aren't flying. Right. And all the cute little things that your spouse did, they're not cute anymore. <laughs> After about the fourth day of pandemic lockdown, you know, stop. Ch- you're breathing too loud. I hate the way you blink. Yeah. You know? Have you so. always had that mole on the side of your face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. When did you get to be 60? <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Uh, uh, but hey, fire up the quiz because. Whereas sex might be waning, quizzes are not waning. Okay. So fire up the Minutia Men go. quiz, please. Time now for a Minutia Men. Minutia Men. Minutia quiz. What do you got? Okay, so I'm going to give you a range of dates where there was a significant <laughs> spike in births. Okay. All right. And you have to tell me what happened nine months prior that would facilitate the baby boom. Oh, okay. Pretty well, easy. Okay. Right? I, I, I would like think that. this would be easy, right? Sure. Um, Births in Spain increased 16% in February of 2010. Why? I won the World Cup. <laughs> You're a very easy code to crack, right? Uh, but, actually, but actually, it's not. It, um, FC Barcelona's win in the 2009 e, or UEFA champion yeah, League the, the semifinals. That was it. So it wasn't even. That was it. They, that yeah that because that happened in May of two thousand and nine. So February two thousand ten. So I don't know when is when was the World Cup. Oh yeah, the, you're right. Oh boy, I'm embarrassed because they didn't win the World Cup until uh, June of yeah. two of two thousand ten. So how, look how pathetic. Bar- I thought Cup <laughs> fans were pathetic, <laughs> but you just win a championship and you're just and you're just doing the boom chakalaka. That's a semifinals. Uh, they didn't even win the championship. Yeah, All right, sure, what, but what that else? was okay. That was fine. Um, okay, I got one here. Mm-hmm. Um, from August 2017, or I'm sorry, yeah, to August 2017 to September 2017 in Cook County. Experienced a thirty-one percent increase. Cubs in World Series, right, right. Yeah. But sadly, due to sadly due to the Cubs' trajectory of late, most of these children are going to be re, re, we're going to remain without siblings. Probably, <laughs> that's right? probably true. Uh, all right, good. So you're one and one one. You're one and one. Okay. Um, February nineteen ninety. No, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Uh, February. No, I'm sorry. November 1933 to January 1934, there was a 28% uh, increase in births in the United States. And November of 32? 33. 30? 33. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Prohibition. Prohibition started. Yep. Very good. February 1933. Uh-huh. Prohibition ended. And then, as we know, <laughs> even back almost 100 years ago, alcohol made Licker people have sex. <laughs> um Here's another one. I've just got a couple more. Okay. Uh, February 1999 to July of 2000, a 30.3% increase in births in the United States. 1999. Yeah. Ooh. And it lasted for a while. February, so it lasted for, well, well over a year. February 1999 to July of 2000. Wow. Um, I'm stumped. Uh, I'll think of the word stump. 
Viagra released oh. in March of 1999. <laughs> I should have known. I wrote a song about it. <laughs> right. Oh, um, doggone now, it. Now I'm going to now I'm going to uh, throw your curveball here. Okay. okay. America saw a 24% decrease in births from February of 1990 to January of 1992. Hmm. Okay, so we're talking like late 80s. Decrease in births. Um, uh, People saw Ross Perot for the first time and it turned them off. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay's first album came out (laughs) in... uh, Okay, that was a joke. Okay. That was just a joke. All righty. Uh, okay, well, go. thank you very much. I have some minutia as well, and this is a Florida story, Dave. Now, oh. you uh, you and I had a clip that we used to play say, you know, what's the matter with you, Florida? You remember that? Yeah. And then I lost it, and we theorized that the people at uh, And Friends, which is another show on the network, we uh, theorized that they stole it from us because they started using it, right? Yeah, which... Well, they sent me an email with the clip on it as a uh, gesture of goodwill. Would you like to hear that clip now? So this is kind of like the lady who stole Pelosi's laptop Uh and sending it back. Exactly. Like this. Is that is that what we're talking about? Yep. Here we go. It's Kimmy, Tommy and Samuel from and friends. This is an intro for a popular segment that we do on our show. What's wrong with you, Florida? We're happy to share the sunshine state with the Minutemen. Probably supposed to say minutia. (laughs) Minutia men. Isn't that nice? (laughs) Yeah. They're just piling on now. Yeah. See, they're young. Dave is in the car right now driving over to their homes. <laughs> well, they understand technology and stuff, so they're they're just they're they're piling on right now. We'll yeah. get them. We'll figure out something. We'll I'm gonna reroute their mail somehow. <laughs> well, what's the matter with you, Florida? Uh, uh this time we're going to Alachua County, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. A man from Coco is facing charges after he admitted to stealing a company tow truck as revenge for the time they towed his car late tuesday evening (laughs) florida highway patrol troopers received a tip that a tow truck had been stolen out of orange county according to a report after midnight on wednesday one trooper spotted the stolen car store towing vehicle driving north on i-75 they pulled over amy anogo according to the report anogo admitted to stealing the truck now I bring this story up uh, not uh, because I'm (laughs) pro-crime, and I'm not saying it's okay to steal a tow truck. It's not Uh okay. But but as someone who once had a car towed away from my own driveway because it was covering a few inches of sidewalk, I'm just saying I understand. Right? As as someone... Uh, Go ahead. I remember you. Re- I remember you really reacting well to that too. <laughs> oh my god! Did, uh, <laughs> oh my! It's in my own driveway, and it, and <laughs> was I was yes. Was at the pit? Was it? Yeah. Yes. And my and I had a station wagon. It was a long car, and I, I was I pulled as far up as it could be on the driveway, and it was like an inch of the sidewalk yeah. that was blocked. So I, I understand. As someone who once had a car towed while I was in the hospital for the birth of my child in a section that had no signs at all saying it was a tow zone for two hours inexplicably in the middle of the afternoon and was told, too bad, so sad when I pointed that out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I, I understand. I understand why someone would steal a tow truck. 
Did you when yeah. you when you I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you got towed downtown because we got towed um, same spot when we well yeah we and we because we went to the same uh, doctor yeah right our, well our wives went to the same yeah um, gynecologist or is it OB was it is he an OB yeah and we actually were in the hospital for an ultrasound and we found out we had a miscarriage. And then we walked out to <laughs> That's get our even car worse. and it had been towed. <laughs> That's even worse. Uh, yeah. And then did you have to go into that bowels under the oh, sea yeah. where the Oh yeah. Where they where they have the bulletproof glass around yeah, these clerks? Because everybody there is pissed off. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, when they tow you from that street, we're talking about like like Ontario. Ontario was yes, Ontario. Ontario, Ontario right, right. downtown east of Michigan Avenue. Right? Yeah. And there there's, are no signs anywhere. That says between four and six p.m. they tow, right? right. Why four to six p.m.? You know, and how is people? How are people supposed to know about it if there are no signs? So anyway, that as I mentioned, I understand why people would do it. As someone who had a car towed while I was standing right next to the car, saying, "I'm here. This is my car. Let me," you know. Stop towing it. I'm right here. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Got a work order here. PO 6510. Can't stop right now, Mr. Kyungfer. Unbelievable. I mean, my yeah. feelings about tow truck drivers are very similar to Steve Goodman, who was inspired to write the song Lincoln Park Pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great song. You should check it out. So anyway, my uh, I, I, I feel like I'm not being pro-crime when I say to Amy Anogo, 30 years old, of Alatua County, Florida, good on ya. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Way to go on ya. Yeah. yeah We're fine right. with your criminal well, activity. Didn't, wasn't Gandhi civil disobedience? Didn't yeah. he? I mean, isn't that kind of, yes. isn't that his move? Exactly. Martin Luther King, civil disobedience. So yeah, we we find our heroes wherever we can right now, Rick, that in is these troubled right. times. That is very right. It is time for a, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a moment where you looked? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Time for this. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So, uh, I'm looking through the Rick and Dave archives, because that's what the Studio Walls is all about. We pull out stuff that uh, we've been doing over the many years that we've been working together, or in the many years that we have been in the media spotlight. And I have uh, something here from when my book Father Knows Nothing came out, which was right around this time, uh, five years ago, Dave. I was on that's uh, crazy. WGN that's... TV Morning News. And had some fun with uh, Robin and and Larry and and the gang there. And I'd like to play a little portion of that, if that's okay with you. I have no... This beginning here is uh, some music coming in from the commercial break. Is that a bumper? Is that what they call it, a bumper? We call it a bumper. Here we go. Well, it's not easy being a dad, and after reading this next book, you'll either sympathize with Rick Kemper or be glad you don't have children at all. It's called (laughs) Father Knows Nothing, and in case you didn't know, Rick is a well-known blogger, author, and 20-year Chicago radio veteran. He used to be uh, Steve Dahl and Gary Myers' producer. Yeah. 
So are they Rick, getting back together? Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> never going to happen. So, Rick, did you become a father for the first time after the age of 40? Is that right? Well, no, for the last time. For the last the, time. Yeah. Okay. So you find that it's different well, I this was time old, around, right? Yes, I was an older dad Okay. that yeah. uh, yeah. last time. And that's when I became a stay-at-home dad. So, you know, right when I'm getting age, when I'm aging, my children are very young. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes a difference. And that sort of led to these very special games that you came up with. Well, yes. Which we could all learn something <laughs> from. I think the so. first one's called Hide. Hide, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. My kids called it Seek, but I called it Hide. Yeah. Because, How's that work? Well, let's face it, they're not very good at seeking, right? So That's I had a beauty. little one, a three-year-old, yeah. and uh, I would find a good spot to hide. I'd bring a magazine with me, yeah. maybe a cup of coffee, yeah. and then That's I'd hang out. half of free time. Yeah, exactly. Daddy needs to rest, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. That's a great yeah, idea. I that as well, yeah. And a similar premise to your next game, Teeter. Well, see, all right, so everyone tells me you've you got to take him to the park, right? Yeah. Let him run around. So I would take him to the park, but they'd always want to play with Dad still. Yeah. yeah. Or you'd chase him, and Daddy gets tired. Yeah. So I totter, they teeter. Yeah. Uh, right, so I sit on the thing, and physics yeah. is on my side. Right. I can make him teeter for as long as I need. There's another hour. <laughs> That's exactly right. You say you also use your stopwatch a lot with the kids. I do. Now, this is, my, this is actual advice. Okay. Right, so this is the one thing, if you're a parent, Invest the five bucks. Go to go to a sports authority or something. Sure. Buy a little stopwatch. Then you can take your lawn chair outside, and you can start the timer. And you say, "Let's do time trials. Right. Let's see how fast you can run around the house." Right. right. Now let's you know, test. that's pretty good. Right. Now let's yeah. do ten laps. Right. Let's see. It. Let's Fantastic. do the city block. Exactly. Then you do the entire city. Exactly. It's got to be circular though, so they yeah. got to they got to come back to you. Yeah. Yes. Another hour. Yeah, that's right. I mean, these are brilliant ideas. Everyone's so, you know, touchy-feely yeah. about all their right. games Sitting where you have to sit and do crafts, but this no, is no. different. No, no, I'm way too tired for that. Yeah. That's my uh, little right. segment. Right. Um, and I bet, and I'm just um, hypothesizing here, is every interview at every radio, uh, um, every appearance you had, you had those jokes all lined <laughs> oh, up, didn't I you? Had, had, I've got like 15 or 20 of them in my pocket. This yeah. is, you know, inter interview interviewing 101 for uh, you people who want to be uh, guests. It's a free coaching session here from Rick. Uh, yeah, just come in with like, uh, you know, a few liners. We, we noticed this last week with Dave when he was doing his pothole store presentation. <laughs> Same thing yeah. with me. Yeah, you just have a couple of witt witticisms, kind of lead them into it. Boom, bang, boom, commercial break, you're done. That's you right. bring bagels and everything is fine. All right. Speaking of break, we need to take one. Yeah. Uh, but if you tune into the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview right now, this is what you'll hear. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we interview perhaps one of the most well-known Chicago broadcasters. We catch up with our old pal, Rich King. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You. What's in the name? You know what I mean, buddy? What's in the name? You know what I'm talking about, Mac? Have you ever been called pal? I think we're going to reveal that on this podcast. And we have the first Joe that has been president. And we're going to talk about some famous Joes. Right, pal? We sure are, mister. I can't wait. All right, buddy. 
That's on the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. All right, uh, Dave, you have any more minutia for everyone? You know, you've uh, I think you've probably seen all the lines for the covid vaccines. Things are not going all that great. Yeah. Getting our people vaccinated as quite, you know, right. Uh, and places that do have the vaccine. Well, there's lines that extend very far, you know, and as you know, it's become a very a difficult process. Right. Sure. Uh, well, this was this was what was happening in South Carolina. Okay, in a little place called Mount Pleasant. Not not Mount Prospect, but Mount Pleasant, uh, South Carolina. And they were having uh, one of these, you know, drive-through inoculation centers, and it just wasn't going well. So what do you think that the mayor did? Uh, Mayor Will Haney, possibly Mr. Haney. I was going to say, you're going to call uh, Andy Griffith or uh, Barney Fife and get them out there. Yeah. Well, you're right. Nice South Carolina reference. Yeah. But now, what, what do you think Mayor Will Haney did? Who did have, he call? I have no when idea. When you've got a trouble with a drive through who do you call? Oh, oh, uh, McDonald's? Uh, well, you call a man by the name of Jerry Walkawayak, who is the manager of the Chick-fil-A in <laughs> there, South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, there you go. And he, and our hero, Jerry, hero Jerry, manager Jerry, came in, looked at the problem, rerouted the drive through boom, band, 15 minutes, everybody's happy. So there you go. If you're having trouble for all the mayors that may be listening, uh, Mayor Lightfoot, who I'm sure is a huge listener of this podcast, uh-huh. call call the Chick-fil-A guy, and they will help you, know who you, you should reroute. Call? The- Instead of the Chick-fil-A guy, which I'm sure the Chick-fil-A guy would do a great job. We don't have that many Portillo. Chick-fil-A's. Portillo's. Portillo's. Por- yeah, Portillo's is unbelievable. Portillo's is a machine. Yeah. They're a yeah, machine. I, yeah, it's almost like Portillo's, they have some sort of brain scan that they know you're going to be what you want to order right when you go in. And then they, 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 like when you're three blocks away, they know what you're going to order. And yeah. They end up yeah, you rolled down your window and uh, did you want you three go. hot dogs with everything? How did you know that? Right, yes. right. Uh, time for you to pay your cable bill. How yeah. did you know that, Portillo's? <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, there's a new Opie show on Radio Misfits. People have told Larry Hawley and Paul Banks, the new host, to just stick to sports because they're sports writers. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Grab a no. beer and check out their new podcast, Stick to Everything. Paul Banks is, has been on our show as a guest. Mm-hmm. He's got a great yeah. book out. And actually, he's got another book that's coming out on Eckhart's Press next year. So, you uh, know. But, but if they're going to do a segment on Florida, yeah. Don't even <laughs> think about taking our jingle. I'm just saying that right now. I bet it's going to be a good podcast, though. I have uh, very well, good was, feelings about them. He's a great guest. He's yeah. a great guest. No, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. He's okay. a big. Um, he's a big. He's the big soccer guy, right? Yes, and that's what the book is going yeah. to be about. Uh, and uh, and uh, I believe there's another show on this network that is about soccer. Have you heard about this one? No, yeah, it's, it's called. A, it's called. only every fucking day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's hear about your another podcast, Rick. <laughs> It's called Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. I, I'd check it out if I were you. It's a, it's a, it's well, a fun you, little show. Well, you could talk about how Barcelona, when they won the semifinals, they had the increase in births. Yeah. That's I a could. little content for you that you can use on Free Kicks. Thank you very much. But right now it's time for another feature. 
A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Uh, this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the uh, Costco jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity. Um, as we're sitting in our own homes right now, and the jar is here, and Dave is back at his place, we're not doing that. Uh, Dave is allowing me to just choose whoever I want each week to tell the story. And since I've been going through old audio and finding uh, some great old audio, I thought I would uh, present this one to you. Jennifer Flowers. Do you remember her? Um, yes. Wasn't she? Um, oh, Bill Clinton, wasn't she? A, yes. A, a, a dalliance that Bill Clinton had when, uh, and I remember it was a huge scandal. And evidently, when you fast forward it to, what, 20 or 25 years, it's really not that big a deal. If you're <laughs> In retrospect, kind of a little bit. de do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, that actually, she was the one. That he uh, supposedly had an affair with, <laughs> and you know she did. Let's, they did have an affair uh, before he even became a presidential candidate. She was back in Arkansas, and and knew him there. So that's where Jennifer Flowers come from. And now she put out a book while the impeachment was going on uh, after the affair with uh, Monica Lewinsky. And we had her in the studios at uh, WJMK with John Landecker. And she started hitting on John. And actually, I've got a little clip here that'll give you a good indication of what this interview was like. All right. Here we go. Uh How tall are you? Five foot two. You know, uh... How when tall are you? I'm six something. Yeah, you're tall. He's uh, a big old hunk of burning love, I'll tell you. All right, Jennifer. Thank, <laughs> you, very, thank you very much. What a nice way to start my day. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> thank you. You know, Bill Clinton and I are exactly the same age. Did you know that? Oh, I love seasoned men. All right, thanks. Uh, you know, you and Bill Clinton, this is a... We've heard about it a million times, and I guess the one question that everybody wants to know is, if Bill Clinton, let me put it to you this way, was going to make an endowment... To a university, would it be a big endowment or would it be a little endowment? Gosh, let's see. It would be a little endowment. All right, thank you. All right. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was so. What was that? Ninety? What? No, what was that? What this is the nineties? Sometime in the late nineties. Yeah, she definitely was trying to get a little. Was, wasn't she frisky? She was frisky. Yeah. I thought. Uh, which wife was John on at the time? Uh, that was wife number three. That was Laura at that time. So, all right. So, listen, we still have uh, more to talk about. In fact, uh, we uh, we talked to a uh, rock star. Yeah, Rick, when you think of rock songs about the weekend, well, give me a give me a couple of songs that I don't know. Is it, uh, you know, like for instance, I'm working for the weekend. Exactly. Now, who would possibly? Uh, do you remember the band that put it, out working for the weekend? It was Loverboy. It was Loverboy. Yeah. And and we talked and we, to Mike Reno. And we Yeah, Mike Reno came and we talked about a lot of great things. Yeah. Um such as this, right? Yeah, well, I, I, as such as this right here. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. In the mid-80s, I was a rock jock doing like an afternoon radio show, and every Friday I would play Working for the Weekend. 
Friday. I played it. I bet you were the only DJ in America that <laughs> yeah, did No, that, I'm right, sure right. that's true. But people absolutely love that song. Thank you, Rick. No, Rick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Rick. <laughs> I love you, man. Well, thank you. What do you What do you think it is about that song? It, 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 there's some sort of a release. So you must feel it when you play it in front of crowds. You must You must feel the way that people love that song. Can you imagine what it feels like if you were behind the gate and you were a horse in a race uh-huh. at the Kentucky Derby? And as soon as you hear the ding and you come shooting out of the gate, that's exactly how it feels to me. Because wow. you know how they're going to react when you start playing well, it. Well, it's just, it's an explosion of fun and it's all about positive lyrics and and high energy music and that's kind of what we became very popular for if you'd like to hear the entire interview it will be the minutia men celebrity interview beginning uh this coming wednesday that is mike reno of loverboy and uh he was he was playful wasn't he i was great he was really well, you know, he's Canadian. They're he's just good guys. Very uh, friendly. But, uh, let's just say that uh, we talked about a wide variety of things, and he was right there with the tangents with us. He was. <laughs> he was. He was very. He rolled with it very well. He, he was. Uh, tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify. You can go to opishows.com, wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits, and hey, give us a you know, give us a rating. It's been a while since we've gone and checked the yeah. reviews. But uh, yeah, you know, we, we haven't gotten a, we haven't gotten a review for a while. I think we're at like three hundred and eighty reviews. I think something yeah. like that. All right, uh, we have like over three hundred and fifty uh, uh, five star reviews. Add yours. Mm-hmm. To, add yours to the uh, group. We'd love that. Uh, special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-Shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of... This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Proceeding with a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, I'm driving solo as Lou is lost on a back road somewhere. I'll tell you about some of the cars you can still buy today that are powered by a fabulous V12 engine, plus Alpha's iconic BAT concept cars go for big money. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This week on Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. He said, did you get juggling bowls for Christmas? You got to find out what that means. There's only one way to find out, and that is listening to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. 
Hey, it's Tommy. And I'm Sam. And Kimmy. There is a new show coming to Opot Shows. Are we allowed to do that? Can we make new shows? Oh, we have made new shows. It stars Larry Howley and Paul Banks, and the show is called Stick to Everything. Are they sticky? No. Sticking to the floors, sticking to the ceiling, sticking to the walls. <laughs> I hope you enjoy Stick to Everything, and be sure to check out our show. And friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. But do you remember they, when we were young and... Uh, and how respectful we used to be to our elders. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? And, and I was like, hello, Mr. Yeah. Jones. Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Uh, Smith. Is there anything I can do for you to help you out? Can I Can I carry your groceries, Mrs. Hathaway? Yeah. Right, I know. But they don't they, make kids that way anymore. <laughs> no. 